You're listening to Mornings with Eric and Bridget here on Moody Radio 89.3. Well, if you're tired of Hollywood movies that are filled with inappropriate content and wading through which ones are good options for you and your family, well, Plugged In Movie Reviews, that's really their specialty. And they have an award ceremony coming up that you can live stream this Tuesday, March 7th at 12 Eastern. And Adam Holtz is joining us today on 89.3 to kind of work through some of those nominations. He's the director of Plugged In. Adam, good morning. Good morning, Eric and Bridget. How are you? Uh, we're doing well. Can we ask you about a movie that might be on next year's list first, The uh, Jesus Revolution? What do you think of that movie? I loved it. Um, yeah. I straight up loved it. It may be, I know we're not supposed to pick favorites. You know, I guess that's <laughs> with our children, not so much movies. Um, <laughs> it may be my favorite Christian movie I've ever seen. Wow. Uh, I've seen it seen it twice now, and I think that John Irwin um, and Brent McCorkle, who directed it, um, have done a really, really terrific job of bringing the story of what happened at the beginning of the Jesus movement in Southern California, uh, really bringing that to life in a way that I think one of the things I love about it is um, I think it's really accessible to everybody. I don't think you have to be from a Christian background to appreciate the spiritual journey that some of the characters are on there, but... um, Really, really liked it. My only plugged-in, small plugged-in caveat is that, you know, it deals with a lot of people who are coming out of the counterculture and the hippie movement. Uh, and so we do get some, some verbal and um, kind of visual references to LSD use. We don't actually see it being taken, but they kind of blur out the camera to indicate that one character in particular has been influenced by it. So that might be just enough content that if you've got really, really young kids you'll want to think through whether you can navigate that with them or not. And that's why the movie has a PG-13 rating. Um, but I, I certainly don't think it's a deal killer. And I think I think they've done a really terrific job of navigating, kind of hinting at that issue without doing it in a way that is gratuitous or really undermines the film. So uh, phenomenal film. If you haven't <laughs> seen it yet, I don't usually say go see this movie. But this is an exception. I would tell everybody, go see this movie this weekend. Wow. This is what Plugged In does so well for us. It gives us the information that we need. So as we walk into the theaters, we know it's the best option for our families, for ourselves. And you've got this Plugged In Movie Awards. It's awards season. And uh, so you guys are picking out some of the best movies in different categories from last year. Your categories are kids, teens, adults, and Christian films. So I don't know. Should we just hop right into some of these categories? I Okay. I know the awards ceremony is coming up, so we're not going to ask you who won, but can we ask you who you voted for as the top one? Can we do that? You know, uh, not really. I'll tell you why. (laughs) Because you're going to give it away. Not trying to dodge your question. Mm. So we as a team have nominated five movies in each of the four categories that Bridget just mentioned. Um, But we're actually going to pick our winner as a team live okay in the live stream that is coming up next week so i haven't actually sort of cast my vote um and and we have a we always have a very spirited back and forth conversation and i think what i would love for people to experience if they're able to tune in on the live stream at noon eastern time and we'll be on instagram facebook um and also youtube with our plugged in uh outlets on each of those platforms but we have a lot of fun. You might yeah. think we're all just in lockstep and we see things the same way, but we don't. We have different perspectives. And 
So we'll spend some time really kicking those things around. And, and if people can't tune in for the live stream, it'll also be on our, our regular podcast next week, which releases Thursday morning. And you'll be able to find that at plug, thepluggedinshow.com. All right. Now, we got links to that at our website, ericandbridget.org, so you can get there from there. Now, let me ask you it this way. I'll let you tell us who the kids five are, but I want you to focus on Marcel, the shell with shoes on, because I've never even heard of it. <laughs> yep. Well, and that's one of the things that we want to do with the Plugged In Movie Awards is not only suggesting five movies that we think are worth your consideration. That doesn't mean that they're free from content or that they have our complete seal of approval. We're not saying necessarily, like I just did with Jesus Revolution, go watch this movie. But we want to give you some options. Some of them you will have heard of, but like Marcel, the show with shoes on, we love being able to pick out things that maybe were a little bit more obscure maybe a little under the radar, you know, to sort of give that extra value add as well. It's like, yeah, you know, you probably didn't hear about this one. So let's start with that. Marcel the Shell with Shoes On is the story of a little shell who lives with his grandmother, comes from a family of shells. They're anthropomorphized. They're clearly a shell. They have shoes and they have really big eyes and they're about as cute as they could possibly be. And we find out that Marcel and his grandmother were separated um, years ago from the rest of their shell family and this is it's not a documentary but it's obviously it's filmed (laughs) in a documentary style as if marcel was real and this filmmaker was investigating his story of how he got separated from his family this is a lovely lovely movie Mm. um i mean it really um it's really nicely done and i think Sometimes we just get tired of the ginormous, you know, CGI bombastic blockbusters, and it's nice to have something that's just a little bit quieter. That is Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. So the other films that we nominated in the best category, best uh, movies for kids category, are The Bad Guys, which is uh, an animated movie about characters who typically um, have been the bad guys in their stories, like The Big Bad Wolf. Um, and there's a there's a shark and, and all sorts of um, of characters that they're sort of tired of having the bad guy rap and they're asking the question, you know, can we can we be good guys? Do we have to stick with this stereotype script that's been handed to us? So it actually is a pretty deep, pretty fun little movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we we've got Disenchanted, which of course is the sequel to Enchanted, and it stars Amy Adams as Giselle. And uh, if you've seen the first one, you know Giselle you know, sort of came out of um, a typical Disney um, happily ever after fairy tale kind of world, and now she is married, living in the real world in suburban New York, but she misses the fairy tale world and tries to sort of recreate that for her husband and for her stepdaughter, and that's our first clue, right? Like step stepmothers, which she has now become. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's usually bad in Disneyland. And this, <laughs> her, her well-intended magic kind of goes astray, and she kind of becomes the bad guy um, and has to kind of fight out of that. So hmm. it's another one that that uh, is is really well done. What about uh, uh, railway children? Yeah, railway children is um, based on a British book of the same name. It's about four kids in World War II England who uh, you may know that, you know, if you've read especially Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, um, a lot, or, you know, yeah, 
they uh, they shipped them north out of London during World War II to keep them safe during the bombings. And they come across a soldier who is a fugitive. He's kind of on the run, and it's kind of the mystery of his story be, uh, being unpacked. This one deals with themes of racism um, and how do we know if somebody's telling the truth or not. And um, this is a really fun live action movie. Yeah, I watched that with my kids, and I was glad it had subtitles, though, because I. Yeah. It's sometimes you need <laughs> really? the subtitles just to catch what they're saying, especially oh. when there's an accent in it. Oh, I see. Yeah. Mm. So, Eric, did you like it? Did you enjoy it? I really, we really did enjoy it. The whole family enjoyed it. We were kind of surprised because we were just looking for something to watch, and that one ended up, and uh, we checked it out um, through different sources to make sure it would be okay, and then we watched it, and we really did enjoy it. it was, I thought it was very good. Wow, it seems like that category. You guys going to have some lively discussion because yeah. they all seem. So- so interesting, but because of time, yeah. let's move on to another. Last category. one, by the way, was Puss in Boots. The last, uh, the last wish. Okay, right. Okay, yep. so oh, should we move on to teens? Yep. What are some of the best movies here? Yep, and I'll uh, I'll do I'll put it on speed blast here. <laughs> so we got Black Panther: Wakanda Forever, which is one of the bigger movies this year. It's the, the next Black Panther movie, um, sort of dealing with the death of Black Panther and what happens after that. Catherine called Birdie. Uh, is kind of a, a period piece about a young woman in England coming of age. And this one in particular, uh, and as we get into the older categories, this one has a little more content. So you'll want to check out the full review on this. There's some things we really liked about it, but um, some things you'll want to be aware of. Uh, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. I always ask God to help me pronounce his name right. <laughs> um, this is a stop-action version of Pinocchio. And Guillermo del Toro is famous for making monster movies, but this is one of his favorite stories. It might be my favorite version on film of Pinocchio, Hmm. but it also has more content in terms of it's set in World War II, Mussolini shows up, um, there's more death here. So we put it in the teen category because even though you might think it's a kid's movie, it's a little bit heavier. Uh, Slumberland uh, is about a government agency that you don't know about called the Bureau of Subconscious Activities. And it's Mm. about a a group of people who regulate our dreams and influence our lives through those. And then Till is another pretty heavy movie, but an important one. It's PG-13. And it tells the story of Emmett Till's murder in 1955. He was, of course, uh, a young black boy. I mean, he really was a boy. I mean, he was 14, who was lynched after a misunderstanding. And this is the story of how his mom responded. So really tough subject matter, but I think in our day and age as we deal with racism, um, kids may not know, and kids, I mean, teenagers may not know this story. And it might be, for some families, a great opportunity to talk about the historical roots of racism. Mm, yeah. Is is Slumberland a true documentary type form? <laughs> just, no. It's okay, not. just asking. Okay, just, <laughs> just to be clear. All right, so moving on, some of the best movies for adults. So let's start with The Batman. That surprised me. Holy cow, that was dark. Now, the only reason, <laughs> the main reason that this is on here is that it is dark but it takes a surprisingly redemptive and hopeful turn at the end. So mm-hmm. it is on, on the list as much for the last three minutes of the movie as anything. So you probably already know whether Batman is interesting to you or not, but that's definitely one. It probably has the most content of anything that we have on our list this year. And again, this is the category for adults. Mm-hmm. So we assume that people can sort of think through that for themselves. 
Cyrano, uh, which is based on Cyrano de Bergerac. Um, and this is Peter Dinklage playing the lead role. In the original play, Cyrano has a big nose, and that keeps him from being able to be with the love of his life. And, and this time, obviously, Peter Dinklage is short of stature and is sort of, he's kind of amazing in the way he actually helps another guy to have a relationship with the woman he loves because he loves her so much that he wants to try to do the right thing for her. Um, that is another one worth checking out the full review. All of these are actually. Yeah. Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris is about a British cleaning lady who goes to France to buy a beautiful dress so that she can um, do something for herself for once and stop feeling invisible in life. My most disappointing on. movie from last year. Uh, we did not enjoy Mrs. Harris Goes to Paris. All right, keep going. No, not a fan. Okay. I mean, <laughs> He's like, okay. Was that one of your favorites? <laughs> no, it wasn't one of my favorites. I mean, you certainly got to be in a certain frame of mind. I think you do. That story. <laughs> one, of my, one of my favorites that you have on here is Top Gun Maverick. That, that was a yeah. delightful movie. It was fantastic, and it's got a little bit of language, but, man, it was probably the feel-good movie of last year. Uh, and then mm-hmm. the other one on our list is 13 Lives, which is about true story about um, 13 boys trapped in a cave in Thailand in 2018 and what it took to rescue them. Wow. All right, okay. we got just a few seconds left. Um, the Christian movie list, there's five movies there also. The one that surprised both of us is Father Stu. Yep. Well, <laughs> and this is Father Stu Reborn. So mm-hmm. Father Stu uh, is about a, a guy, an unlikely guy, who becomes a Catholic priest. The original had a lot of profanity in it. Um, they recut the movie and took most of that harsh profanity out. So this is Father Stu Reborn. So it's actually a totally different version than the first one. Mm. Um, and then the other films are Family Camp, I Heard the Bells, Paul's Promise, and Strong Fathers, Strong Daughters. Wow, you can watch or at least see the full reviews here of each of these films. Maybe some you say, huh, we might want to check out others not so much. That's okay. That's why there's a lively debate happening on Tuesday, (laughs) March 7th, 12 p.m. Eastern Time. You can live stream it. It's the Plugged In Movie Awards, and Adam and his team will be going back and forth debating some of these, and we'll get to, to see live who they pick for some of these best options. How long is your blog? I mean, how long will it take to discuss all these? You know, we're going to shoot for about an hour. Okay. And, um, I mean, it's, we're not on like a, a broadcast time frame, so it could be an hour and five minutes, but we shouldn't be much over that. And knowing my team, we won't be under it either. Do you have <laughs> Do you have ultimate veto power on these? Or whatever well, they come up I'll with? I try to wield my directorial hammer <laughs> with a lot of discussion, lest anybody become you know, frustrated with their boss. Oh, Theoretically, yes, but I, you know, I try to, with great power comes great responsibility, right? That, <laughs> that is so true. Adam Holtz, the director of Plugged In, such a helpful resource as we wade through uh, what Hollywood and now even Christian films are bringing to us. And it's a great stop for you to make as you said, before you head to the theaters or even stream. Absolutely. All right, mm-hmm. next Tuesday is the day. Thank you, Adam, for joining us today. Thank you, Eric and Bridget.